0: Um, What was the conference? Okay, so the conference was the annual conference of the business that I do outside of work. Which is? Which is a network marketing company in health and well-being. So something maybe from slightly left of field for a civil servant who makes slides. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah, I ended up doing it because I thought, this puts ticks in... If, I, if I've if i got this notional list of requirements about what life would look like for it to be great, it kind of does all of those things. But it just looks completely unlike what I was expecting to arrive. Um, that's the backstory. They have a conference every year. There's one in the
1: US. So I went to that in... Was that the one where you went to Vegas?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, yeah.
0: I thought so, yeah. So there's that. This is the UK equivalent... And it's kind of, a, it's a little bit smaller, um, more intimate. And uh, there's kind of a mix of rah-rah, inspiration, you can do anything, you're amazing training, which I kind of like. A bit of practically focused, what could you do to implement this in your business? And they'll normally have a keynote speaker, um, which they did. And she was very good talking Here about Who was it? This lady called po- uh, Connie Podesta who 's on youtube That's a good name, isn't it? I know it 's an amazing name she 's a comedian therapist and a few other things and spoke for about an hour and I laughed for probably fifty seven minutes out of the sixty she's hilarious and there's there 's a bunch of stuff on YouTube where she talks about five questions that women ask men what what do you remember any of them uh, so stuff like um, do I, do I look okay in this or questions that you're screwed whichever way you answer the question because there will be a follow up question which is quite pointed if you answer with a no um and things like uh what what was the one she was asking now um is that woman over there more attractive than me and the answer that she coached us on was (laughs) what woman that's like the only acceptable answer really in that circumstance that's a good one the guy who was up on stage misheard her and answered which woman and she said no 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 (laughs) it's it's what not which which suggests that you've been looking at more than one like (laughs) all all of them yeah yeah. (laughs) you've got this notional list in front of you yeah Freudian
2: slip is not made up for nothing yeah yeah
0: (laughs) so the the trainers that we had uh, the trainers that resonated most with me are two bizarrely two former dancers who often make running jokes, despite the fact they're massively successful, about only being able to count to eight as former dancers. Um,
1: but that's true. You can relate to that. Can't <laughs> it's <you>? true.
2: <laughs> and then, and there's always an and. Yeah. One and two and three and. So it's not just. And a slightly eight. more drawn out and before yeah. the one again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new way of counting, <laughs> only to eight.
0: So they they both had, I think, kind of similar approaches to their training which was very much about like it's you it's now, everything's fine you've got everything you need don't look for something else, don't look outside of you for the answers that either you know you've got within or you suspect might be there, you're just not confident about, they are
2: which is very interesting, that's that's the total opposite to dance training, Mm. dance training is look at me I'm. A, a look at me look at can, will you like me pick me please mm-hmm. pick me out which is totally the opposite to the, the ing work of we already have it mm. but I think if you get the ing work and you already have it and you are a performer I think you shine even more it's more you're suddenly more attractive mm. in a in a person way as opposed yeah, to yeah. look at my great whatever
1: but it's not always easy to to like it's I think I think stuff like that's easy to say that it's in you and you've got all the answers, but it's not as easy to find those answers, is it, or to get the answers?
0: Yeah. And what if you don't believe that at all, like yeah. whatsoever, hmm. uh, or you still have? And I've been there, so I get it. You still have that uh, external mindset, or that there's something if, outside of you. It's not you. Like I you, think
2: in the, in the initial training of training, or training, or enlightenment, or whatever words you want to put on it, um, I think. It, you get this. You 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 start to look at it or whatever it is, and you if you feel if there's a feeling of goodness or feeling of n- niceness or calmness or whatever, and that's you think oh that's that's really nice. But then we snap ourselves out and we go no this is ridiculous this is crazy. Yeah. Um, so there's maybe like an inch, tiny, even even less than an inch that that, that 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 believes it because we've had that quite comforting nice. I'm going to say the word nice because it's just seems appropriate feeling even though we then put on it and go no this is ridiculous it doesn't ex- exist I think there must be a tiny bit somewhere because if you go you know if you do uh, listen to any kind of visualizations or meditations or just listening to people they say go to a, well I've said go to a place where, go to that place where you felt good go to that time mm-hmm. when you were confident go to that time when you were laughing go to that time and that time is the and that place is the place that makes you feel good and from that place of feeling good you know anything is possible but it's just we then go oh that's nice and then we trip up and what i mean by trip up is we just go oh no i can't this couldn't be possible it can't mm. be this good surely this is this is not real because we're programmed aren't we it's just not possible how can it be possible to feel good when 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 we're children we we're taught oh no you must be happy <laughs> but then we're taught not to be happy so it's it's it it is there but i mean yes even but i'm I, you know, i'm talking generally then people that are very 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 depressed or very down or very something but even even in that state I think if you just move away if you somehow put some music on or somehow do something different to your current mood you've shifted something and within that shift something has happened we just don't always recognise it mm. to T- then expand it to then make it life or whatever
0: Tony Robbins talks about that uh, particularly on state management he's he's really big on and like music so mm. you mentioning music mm. that's one of his things and it might be uh, music it might be a change to your physiology you might stand up clap your hands it do might, some, yeah it might go just go into another rant. room
2: just go into another room you might still feel a bit ugh but you've you've made a change of some sort you're looking at something different than you were a second ago and yes the, 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 you still have the same feelings but something has changed there's been a shift mm. and if you can uh, go with that then you can take it further or just go out or if you if you can't go out, yeah, put some music on, turn the T V on as long as it's not depressing <laughs> yeah, negative <news>. TV stuff. <laughs> um changing your state. Yeah. There's, there's yeah, Wayne Dyer calls it the shift in the mm. movie he made.
0: Um, I think what's what was interesting well what continues to be interesting about these two people that I've mentioned is that they've They've gone on their own journeys and probably a living proof of things like the power of affirmations, marginal gains, you know, effort, work on yourself compounding over time. So they're both very different. I didn't know them a few years ago, but they're both very different, they say, uh, nowadays than when they first started their businesses. So one in particular, who I think is just... Deeply, deeply impressive. You know, the embodiment of servant leadership just comes from a place of love, but will tell the truth. So, Mm. you know, not um, not backward and coming forward. She she had to be hypnotised to go and speak at a big event a few years ago because she was so petrified of public speaking. Um, She had a lot of the limiting beliefs that we all do, and I think to your point, that stuff never really goes away. I think what I see in both of them is that they just manage that much more effectively. They notice when it comes up, they're a lot more present to it and then can just kind of step out of it.
2: It's Yeah, it's a bit like stepping up because it comes and it, it, it comes to... I mean, I had to do a creative visualisation uh, lead one where I work the other day and and I've worked there for three years and I was a bit, I got a bit nervous as if it was going on stage to do something. Um, but that's but that was a good thing because it made me check myself in check exactly what I was going to say and check in check in check in so I think yeah those feelings are horrible not you know how you manage them is a different is a different thing altogether but those things are I don't think they're bad things I think if we think they're bad things they will be bad things but they're just ways of going okay alright I feel this bit nervousness or I feel this slight apprehension um, but this is actually good because it means that that I am going to do this and I can do this and I don't need your thank you very much negativity but bye bye for right now it's a, like a checklist mm-hmm. I know it sounds very oh that's easy but I think we've got to recognize that's I think those things coming is. up that she was you know, the woman was saying was I think they're quite a good thing I think you can use them in a good way instead of going oh, oh my god I think they're mm-hmm. quite a good thing. Mm-hmm. If, if you've once you've learned how to manage them.
0: It's almost like they I don't know, the, the, the kind of visual that comes to mind when I see them talking about times where they've like had a wobble or like fallen back into an old thought loop is they're almost kind of having a dance with it. Like they know it's there. Um, and there's almost slight, something slightly whimsical about what's going on. Like they've just noticed that it's going on and they're able to kind of just... Uh, I'm struggling for a description, but they almost kind of sidestep
1: what's going on and then carry on walking the way that they were always going to go mm. it's paying attention to that isn't it because we like pre-programmed as we get older like you said to think negatively or you're surrounded in your immediate environment with negativity or you know uh, doubt and all that stuff and it's battling against that as you get older you don't realize it's already built into your subconscious mind you don't realize you're doing it you don't realize that you're putting yourself down or that you're saying limiting words or that you know um, you're not following your true passion so it's like already built into your subconscious isn't it so were these women saying about how to get out of that state were they saying like how giving you advice on how you could snap out of it or were they just sort of speaking about their own experiences
0: i think more their own experience um they've i've heard them speak a couple of times elsewhere about you know, how you can manage the monkey mind. Yeah. Or, um, so there's people out there like T. Harvecker, for example, the guy who wrote Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, talks about just when you notice it saying something like cancel or, yeah. or not today or thanks for sharing uh, yeah. when you notice that. So they've talked about similar things to that. This wasn't so practically focused, but for whatever reason I was ready to hear it that day and it really resonated. Probably because I've heard like with most things that I tend to take seriously I've heard it a few times recently where it's cropped up a few times to the point where I'm thinking I should start paying attention to this it's like when uh, we all went to see Marianne Williamson and her name just kept on coming up and then I got a text saying she's in town she's going to be doing this talk you should come from somebody who's like she's amazing so uh, that's how we ended up meeting yeah. Just do that, and there are lots of instances, particularly lately, where I can point to something and say that's just—it's kept on coming up. I need to start listening to that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it's interesting. you were talking about the, the the battle when they you these ladies doing it. It's interesting because we we, we 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 hate the word work. I actually hate that word. I'm going to work. It's like oh god, I'm going to do something horrible. The word work, but it's as if we we have to. We have to make a we have to go through the battle uh, because that makes us honourable. But we don't have to. We can avoid the battle and walk round it and go, actually no, I don't want that battle, it's fine. But but we we I think sometimes we think, Oh, I've got to go through this battle and I've got to yeah. actually if you just walk around it, there's nothing wrong with that. That's avoiding a battle, surely that's that's a good thing. You um, think you've got to go through it in order to grow, yeah, exactly. And you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have, have to. Go to. And there's definitely at all. those those things that sc- end up screaming in your saying, uh, "You need to just go do this thing now." I mean, even just simple things like, uh, well, this is not actually that simple. But I, I was listening. I have some music on my iPad, which my father would not like at all it's kind of jazz funk and he just wouldn't like it at all and he he passed away about four years ago and um i just get it kept getting this message not a, not a message as such but this feeling feeling that he wanted me to play this track and i was like well i just kept ignoring that uh and i just kept get this feeling of that my dad wanting to listen to this music and I was, and then i just kept, and i was like, okay just can you just shut up now? I'll put the thing on and I put the music on. I had to sit still because he was listening to the music and, he, and and the the vision was very strange. He was in his 1970s trunks decorating, <laughs> so that's I don't know what that's got to do with it, but I had to listen to that because otherwise it just kept bugging me, kept bugging me, kept bugging me. And then when it finishes, oh, you You know, you're satisfied now. And I have not heard him ask me for that track again, wow. but it was annoying. It was just kept just just it's, and just saying. Doing Phoning this person, you've got to phone that person, phone that person. All right, okay, wherever you're coming from, I'll call that person. Those those things are are part of the listening, part of the we all have everything built within us type philosophy, but we just, just go, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. No, you need to do it now, all right? Um, Easy on that. Sorry, it's a <laughs> bit loud. But, you know, you just... And those... I think they're interesting when there's now when those things come up I go okay uh, okay as opposed to I don't go oh yeah let's do it straight away I just think, okay there's something going on here because I keep getting this nagging do something do this call that person um, contact that person and I think that's that's probably in, in, in coaching in business coaching that's probably a big part of You want to build this this business, then you know go with what 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 you believe in and what you feel instead of worrying about the 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 money or the the yes, of course you've got to put that in place, but I think if you totally believe in it and it's it's clearly there for you to do it, Hmm. do it. Going going back to what you said about
1: the idea of oh you've got to do this or you've got to work or you've got to do this thing, I think there is a difference. Between doing something because that you see as negative that you have to do, and then doing something that you have to do and don't particularly want to do, but know you have to do, because you're gonna grow from it. Mm-hmm. As as an example, like um me and my dad are going over to Denver and dad's gotta do uh or he's recording a filming a, a class, like an art class. He's absolutely like, well he's not he's not really bricking it, but he is nervous but he knows that he's going to grow from it. So he's like, I've got to do it. Don't want to do it, but I do want to do it. And there's a difference between, yes, I know that I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. It's like that fear, but you're going to grow from that experience. And there's a difference between that and then doing something because you have to do it. And it's not actually providing any value to you. Mm. I think it's knowing the difference of that is going to be good for me. And I want to do it because it's going to be good for me, but I don't really want to do it. And I don't want to do it and that's not going to do anything for me
0: so what's the difference maker then what what has you walk
1: through that wall but not another it's hard to explain isn't it because it's like an intuition it's like a gut feeling isn't it it's like a
2: well it's, it's hard the, it's to make the, those decisions the, you, know, you could say it's fear and say it's the ego you could say it's the good devil the bad devil on the shoulders or angel or whatever uh, but I think if something, if it didn't, I mean, if your dad didn't feel this was right at all, he wouldn't do it. But obviously he feels it is right. Yeah. So he's going to do it, but he's a bit nervous, maybe, and a bit, maybe there's some fear there, which, you know, it's, it's a, which, I mean, it's, you know, when, when I've gone to work, went away uh, abroad and worked, I've been like, yeah, I'm so excited. And then it's like I've packed my bags and I'm about to get to the airport and I go, oh, God, no. Oh, oh no I'm too scared I can't why am I doing this what the hell am I doing yeah but then of course I've got a ticket and I've, so I've got to go and I've got to have accepted a job but that kind of fear just kicks in yeah uh, but you wouldn't have done it in the first but you wouldn't have done it and got excited about it and all those sort of things if it didn't feel right in the first place I'm, sh-
1: I'm sure though we've all done stuff where we've said yes to it and then but we've had that fear and we've actually really not wanted to do it
2: yeah and we've all done things that we said yes to which we really shouldn't have done and really didn't want to do in the first place. Yeah. And then that's that's hence the not listening. Yeah. And so saying no is the most beautiful word in the world. And you were saying from from love and that's from from um the person you were saying that mm. the, yeah that's I mean that's the, to say no from love is so much more uh, is it better for the person that's receiving the no than no from fear and 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 not love because that person still feels honoured by the no when it comes yeah. to love
0: yeah they've had some care and attention yes in, in the answer that you've given them uh, and they're not necessarily attached to that answer being a yes they might feel it on some level I wonder if it's um, I wonder if it's purpose going back to that point about why would you do something that you know is going to create discomfort or challenge and maybe it comes from either a place of I know this is why I'm on the planet so I should do this or maybe ego I should do this because it's going to make me look
2: good mm. or that I have to do it for yeah. like someone else is benefit yeah, not yeah, my yeah, own yeah. well the philosophy I mean there's an interesting philosophy about the ego I was, I was thinking of just just thinking of Wayne Dyer when you said ego and I can't remember the phrase he said but he said that you know we were born perfect and ready and off we go and blah 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 and then we learnt the ego and of course he's when when he's the phrase he, he said is is you i think it's i'm not sure if it's end or end god out or something like that he mm-hmm. said that's that's the phrase in the in the sense that we are god god is within us and we are that and we are the creators blah 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 but we learn to end god out i'm sure i'm sure that's the wrong phrase but something like that um and so it, it it's interesting how that becomes a little bit more powerful a little bit more controlling and 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 we sometimes use that because that makes us strong and we sound strong people but actually when you look again leaders the people that aren't that don't lead are leaders you know the people that, that aren't pushing are generally great leaders but um, people that are leading through ego you know when we look at politics we're sitting outside the houses of parliament and mm. there's a massive amount of ego in politics um, which doesn't make you necessarily like politics because of the way certain people behave um, but then if you look at the other look. okay talking about Marianne Wilson she's massively political um, and massively spiritual, spirit, spirit, spiritual uh and a lot of people criticise her for that, saying, "How can you be this spiritual person?" She, the people have written on her face, but how can you be all this spiritual and bring politics in? They've got nothing to do with each other. And she's saying, "Come on, hello, what are you talking about? They are the you know, massively linked." Um, so, be, be interesting to 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 be a leader without ego or without fear is 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 very interesting and when you meet those kind of people you, you again you don't feel you're a, an employee, you don't feel you're a, threatened, you don't feel you feel you're as equal as that person, which is quite a nice place, isn't, isn't that what we all kind of want to be in in this <laughs> thing, oh I want to be happy, which is, but then we don't want to be happy because we're complaining about not being happy instead of trying to get to the happy place
0: Does I agree, doesn't it say something that the times that you meet those
2: people are so memorable those people that leave such an impression on you because they behave so differently but this is this is when you go back to if when all of us go back to our childhood we can name people that we remember from childhood yeah, yeah, yeah. we can all do that um and you know you can, we can open and and i mean it's interesting i was doing that when i went to see my uh Young friend, who's now twenty, who was nine when I first knew him, he's now in this big pop band, blah blah blah. And I went to see him perform, me and a load of fourteen-year-old girls, and I sat there and thought, because you know he's a bit like a son to me. I thought, wow, this is actually this this young man has now returned the inspiration and sent it back. And you think that's a moment for me as an adult. And of course I have you know we have them as children, but they can cont- they, if you allow them they continue the inspiration is, is everywhere, and this is this thing about listening to the teachers that are around you constantly and I don't mean the people that we go and pay whatever to go and see or the books we go and buy, but the people that are in our lives that are our constant teachers which we, which we sometimes go oh, that's a message there, there's a something there. Or well, sometimes we just go, oh, that's nice and don't... There's constant messages around all the time mm-hmm. from people around us that constantly inspire us, but sometimes we're t- so caught up in our... Drama's a uh, strong word, but but drama, um, we don't see the gift all the time. Mm. I'm not saying that i see it all the time because i don't definitely don't see it all the time but the times i do see it i go oh wow okay cool now i need to listen to that maybe <laughs> maybe someone just said something extremely random to me that they would never say before but okay why was that why 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 was that is there something i need to do something i am doing i shouldn't be doing <laughs> something i you know question it then but they're all there the gifts are always there so how do you that kind of Uh, how do you walk that
0: fine line between recognising your skills and talents and the things that people admire you for and some sort of ego hijack, megalomaniacal, you know, just bonkersness stuff where you just walk around talking about how great you are in some deluded world which
1: doesn't represent reality in any way? Hmm. It's hard because there's so many people that say if you want to do some, if you put yourself out there say even us that us three deciding to do this podcast deciding you know we want to talk about this subject material and then putting it out there on the internet and then friends and family there's a there's a thing of oh you know like surprise almost oh, who does this lot think th- they are yeah like what do they think they know do you think they've got the right to do a podcast about this stuff and tell, talk to us about there is that kind of you're all right if you blend in and do what's acceptable and what everyone else is doing as soon as you break away from that mold all of a sudden you're on people's radars and there's all these questions start coming up well why are you doing that it's like me deciding to do acting and people going we've well, got a great business you've got a great
2: career why, why would you want to do that why would- why not yeah, exactly exactly <laughs>
1: but it, it's it's like it's we're not asking
2: people not going to l- 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 nail people down and say you have to listen to this but people
1: know. think that it is coming from ego maybe maybe other people think that we're mm, doing this and it's coming yeah, from yeah. our ego when it's not
2: um maybe i mean maybe maybe there is a little bit of ego i don't know maybe there is um it doesn't it's it, i don't, don't
1: i think this goes back to the word purpose isn't it like you said purpose is a great word it's like saying it's like the reason for me leaving and moving to london was it was my purpose i knew that i needed to do it and and the reason for us meeting and decide and having the conversations we've had and deciding
2: to record it it was a our purpose to do that well it was something we felt excited about felt good about so if we're talking about going to feeling good and feeling excited and going into those places that's what, what we're kind of doing and we're not telling anyone that that this is the way and and do you have to listen to my way or all the highway and all that that kind of stuff because that is ego. You know, yeah. Um, and I think the thing about you know, uh, I mean, yeah, it's the same with me on Facebook. I was just when I was a bit nervous about um, uh, uh, posting quotes from spiritual teachers and 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 then even dare I write any of my own thoughts, um, you know. And I, and then I thought, you know what? I don't. it's if someone you know if someone wants to not like it that's fine and they want to say goodbye then thanks goodbye the thing is we don't need to what we're talking about we're just talking about what we think and feel from what we've experienced not because we have we we are any trying to be a guru or or have a degree in how to be happy because because that would be a very long degree course Mm. um it's just i think it's just a case of just seems to be the right time to do it so we're doing it and if people like it nice if they don't that's even nicer don't, don't, you know there's no uh, mm. we have the we have the opportunity to do it we have the equipment to do it so we're doing it
1: it's <laughs> who said there's a there's a someone there's probably many people that have said this but saying like once you found something you like to do do more of it
2: yeah it was esther hicks was it, it? Was abraham yeah mm. Do more of it. Write it down. Do, do more. more of it. Keep do doing more. It.
1: Do more of what you love and all this kind of thing. But there is that fear of being judged, isn't there, of by your friends and family, especially now with the internet, mm. where you're <laughs> exposed in a way, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, take
0: a look at the YouTube comments section for just a cesspit of mm. humankind. It's like it's a prime example, isn't it, of, you know, you create something and put it out there and then you've got some keyboard warriors who just take it to pieces mm.
1: What's that? What that's doing is though it's showing the the negativity and vulnerability of the world. Because if all those like we can learn by seeing all those comments. Because if all those people are commenting all those horrible things, they're not happy people that would do that. Yeah, how do they talk to themselves?
0: That's what I always think.
1: That's like
0: where's your self-esteem if you feel like you've got to throw that stuff at me? Like because that sounds bad, but I'm willing to bet money on the fact that you talk to yourself in the same way or worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: a really good point. That's yeah, a well, really good point. You could say good it's point. self-projection. You could say you could mm, argue. Yeah. But I, uh,
1: it's just showing, it's just showing us all what
2: it's like, isn't it? Out there. Uh, um, you know, it's interesting. I think, I think, you know, things like Facebook and all sorts of things, you can get kind of caught up in them and then you, you Talk to people that I aren't even on Facebook, and you think, "Oh my God, there is a world that people aren't on Facebook, that aren't on Twitter and everything else." And I think that's that's I think that's interesting. Why why you know, that's why a lot of people possibly go to retreats to get away from this stuff. Um, uh, the, and then that's that's great. You either come back and you go back on it and continue, or you make it's, it's about choices. It's about choices, and you can choose to to uh, so for instance listen to this and there's loads of bad comments well we can choose to look at them or choose not to look at them or we can choose to believe them or not to believe them um i, I just got to the point actually i don't really care <laughs> i don't really
1: care but you do get to a point when you don't care though but it often takes years to get to that point doesn't it because we so we feel so what
2: i mean is when i say well, i don't really care i don't mean that flippantly and that i don't really care what, what no I don't actually care what people think anymore I don't know I probably do I probably do we would probably get upset if yeah but uh, but I care less than I used to
0: yeah I um, wonder if it's
2: worry rather than care
0: like there's a, there's a level of care like I'm sat here talking with you two there's background noise you know from a kind of a purely audophile point of view this is not an optimal setting for recording a podcast i totally get that it's all right that's, actually that was part of my hang-up about picking somewhere because i thought oh god you know pick a green space in london that's quiet good luck with that <laughs> um but and i i care about the quality of it but i think i wonder if it's more to do with do i worry about that do i do i ruminate over what people might be saying about it mm. I, I care if people don't like it then oh well do I need to spend my time in some thought loop about those comments? Or does, is that care good because the next time
1: there, there might be a better output?
0: Or we might be thinking about
2: how could we do something even better?
1: So is there good? there's a good worry and bad worry.
2: Is there? But that, but that coming, even going better, would come out of just natural progression, natural vibration, whatever what thing you wanted to use, as opposed to people writing stuff yeah or, and crucially or, doing. or us us reacting to that it would just be the natural correctness think, so whatever word you want to use
1: i think if some if someone was looking on us that was a guru they'd just be thinking you're overthinking it do you think that's what we're doing do you think it's just do you know because i feel like we do overthink things don't we like if I we just think like, what
2: well, everything or th- everything th- th- yeah the example of being well the example now. of this
1: but the example of everything you know i just have a feeling yeah.
2: where you just don't worry. we're analytical creatures and we can some of us analyze more than others
1: like how
0: often have you gone and done a thing that you've been procrastinating over and gone oh well that wasn't that bad i probably probably should have done that sooner. yeah like how many times does life need to teach us that lesson so we get to a point where we realise that actually it's about being in action and thinking about action I guess it's like a rocking chair it gives you something to do but it doesn't go anywhere yeah
1: yeah it's the action of doing it it's what you've got to do I mean,
2: but it has to feel right to, before you do it yeah. which
1: links us back to
2: maybe purpose yeah which links you back to, to that lovely fuzzy warm feeling you think I, I like this I want to do this this is the thing to do and then something goes no it's too expensive no you can't possibly no you're too old no you live in west london it's in north london no you know no 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 and then you get to point go well why not still why Mm. not still why not still okay it's interesting i i was been thinking about going abroad recently to work a little bit more abroad um and and (laughs) this is this is again old ego stuff I came back thinking, okay, so if I'm going to do that, then I need to get some stuff here to make me look really good. And blah blah blah, <laughs> I'm really good. So, so I contacted a couple of people.
0: <laughs> uh, are these people uh, uh, vendors of fur coats and pimp canes Because <laughs> that's the image
2: that came to mind.
1: I don't hats. know why. I need hats, and I, I need, I
2: need- yeah. <laughs> And so I contacted a few people. I contacted one person, and again, this is the the worst faux pas you could make. Contacted this one person then wrote to another friend this is on Facebook then wrote to another friend saying I've just contacted that person ha ha, ha. but of course I sent it to the person I just sent the message oh, to no so that's about four or five messages apologising and thought what the hell am I doing and everyone uh. was listening. so that was, that was so that person eventually wrote back just saying that's okay <laughs> okay alright that obviously didn't go down too well the other person didn't reply and something else can't remember and then I suddenly thought Oh, I haven't listened I really haven't listened the thing was not to be here the thing was to go over. oh this was it as a someone I was supposed to meet and I cancelled and I cancelled about five times and this time I said I'm really sorry I really really and they said well I, I just don't want to meet you I was like okay fair enough and they unfriended me on Facebook I was like oh okay fair enough and I thought hang on a minute am I really not listening it's not it's stop this trying to be here the, the good feeling and the niceness was to go abroad so why am i trying to bog creating still being here when the thing is no you should be doing the contacts over there and i've got a, have got i i've got a meeting over there where you know in another country i've already got that meeting set up where i don't have any meetings here at all mm. so uh, but, uh, there's me not listening there's me going back to ego of oh, i need to be need to look like i'm doing something just so i look good if i go over there when the over there's possibly happening already so uh, purpose listening getting all confused with it is where i was and then i had to go oh and as soon as you go oh and let it
1: go things start happening yeah funny that yeah Yeah. like for example had you
0: just gone straight over and not worried about maybe getting an outfit you probably have found there was an amazing outfit just down the street in in a store that you didn't know was there
2: and it's funny thing I've, I've noticed because it's, it's it's also letting go of stuff. Stuff. Like I've been getting rid of books. I've been getting rid of old papers, shredding old papers. Like bank statements I'd had for 13 years. Do I need that? No, you need them six years. You don't need them for 30 years. Shredding that is A, a, a good way of getting rid of old, stale energy. But just getting rid of stuff. Getting stuff you don't need. I don't need that. I'll get rid of it. Get rid... And suddenly you feel physically lighter Mm -hmm. because you don't have stuff we don't need that much stuff in our lives and that is a great i found that i found that quite cathartic it just lifted the energy it lifted the vibration i felt clearer i literally am clearer because i don't have stuff um which is allowing the new in it's allowing the new in which is allowing the intuition which is allowing the purpose which is allowing the freedom because I'm also not going, oh, and I can't do that. I can't do that great idea because I've got a box full of papers that need sifting through. Well, I've done that. It's gone. So I mm. can't use that excuse anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm running out of excuses to not do what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> which is sounds ridiculous, but we do put excuses on for things we want to do. I think if we're talking about purpose and, and all listening and all that sort of stuff, uh, which is all very nice, as talking about it, I think it's how do you... F- how do you uh, get to that place to listen? And I think it's it's uh, getting rid of stuff is is a, a, one of the a great cathartic way of, f- of freeing up. But I think it is also this this thing that everyone is afraid of, which is called meditation. Um, uh, people are afraid of it, and I think they're afraid of it because they think if they they do it once and they can't do it, then they'll never be able to do it. And as we know, it's it's an ongoing. Practice. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've had, had some
0: thoughts. I've failed. Yeah. yeah,
2: this is ridiculous. I can't do it. Exactly. I've heard that so many times. I mean, I tried that once. Yeah. No good. I've done meditations for an hour, and you know, like, oh, wow, that's oh wow, I've got so much it's great. And then I did one the other day, and all I could think of was shopping literally shopping. So I thought, like, okay, this is not going to work today. I'll just stop this now. Um, but I think that's a great way that the quietening of the mind and allowing the the thoughts of of I think you were you talking about the true you were you talking about the true yeah yeah
0: something I heard at training
2: about the the you you want to be is the real you yeah there you go so you're so by quietening the mind getting rid of stuff uh, you know even just things like not gossiping so much (laughs) because the word the words you use are powerful Mm. um uh, it's very difficult because I've so many times stopped myself and then still gossiped um just allowing that... Just allowing all that stuff that's in the way uh, to go. And through meditation or just be... Or if you want to use the word being quiet or whatever you want to use. Um, allowing the... What phrase you just said? I can't remember. To, to come in. Mm. Allowing it. And not and, and not being afraid. And be afraid, actually. Be afraid and not be afraid. Because that's part of it.
1: It's to also like reduce the noise, isn't it? That's going on. I mean physical noise but noise in your brain you know because when you're surrounded by your phone that's notifying you every 10 minutes about notification you've got you know outside noise or whatever or you've got things going on in the flat or house or whatever that's distracting you you're not going to have time to think about who's the real you or you know how can I follow my purpose you know the only times really like like for me the only times where I feel really like more zen than I do in the rest of the times of the day is literally when I'm about to go to sleep because I've switched off from work I've switched my brain off of work Um, obviously I'm not really going to check Facebook even though we all do that before we go to bed like it's it's the only time I can really feel like like ideas start coming to me like I start getting ideas like right before I'm going to go to bed or go to sleep it's because I've shut off all the other crap and that's that's how we find that's a way of finding the true you isn't it to reduce the noise the chatter that's going on
2: yes but you could cut that we can cut that down during the day i mean yeah so I, I don't i i was one of those people i w- look at facebook before my eyes have even opened you know i'm kind of so, so I've, I've put it in the kitchen now and i don't have it by my bed the phone and i try not to look at it till about 20 past eight so difficult and you get up at seven you're like oh it's really hard but but so you can you can try like not being on the phone facebook that's one thing that you can not do maybe so much of yeah Um, yes if you're working in busy london or traveling it's difficult but you can i think there are ways you can just cut down on the noise you don't watch the television so much don't be stimulated by the news you know as much and then you can s- allow, allow slowly allow quiet quieter uh, um, um, moments or just a quieter mind because you're not not sensory I mean the sensory stuff is so quite powerful yeah and if you go to Waterloo Station there those along the top there where they have all the the, the whatever is their advertising you can look up and go oh ow because it's just so Wow. Right in your face, mm. um, and you can cut that those things down, like television, mm. computers. Yes, they're all important. Phones, but are they really that important? When you're trying to, when you think actually, I'm a bit unhappy, but I'd like to be happy. It's a
1: way of distraction. Like a diet.
2: Just go on a diet. Just have a, <laughs> a kind of diet.
1: It's a form of distraction, though, isn't it? Oh, well, like, completely. Yeah. If you you've got an excuse to look at your phone, it's like people look at their phones in an awkward situation, don't they? if they're you don't really want to know what to say next you just get your phone out distract yourself take yourself away from it you know like in London it's the ultimate isn't it no one's chatting to one another they're all looking at their phones
0: that's horrendous when you get on the tube it's like it's like the zombie apocalypse has happened (laughs) I'm guilty of this as well occasionally but it's like take a look around any tube carriage when you're on there you'll probably be the only one looking around like it's I think I can count on one hand in a typical month how many times I meet someone's gaze on the tube.
2: I saw a family of a uh, father and three children and they were all reading a book and I was like, oh what? I was actually going, oh that's, that's weird. They were all reading a book <laughs> and it was like, oh. How weird. It was, it just felt weird. It just just was weird that they won't have a little little thing in front of them that they were pointing at. They were actually had a book that they were reading. Mm-hmm. It was quite novel.
1: Um, I want to talk about because you brought this to my attention gareth about the miracle morning book which i still haven't read yet but i will but and it relates to what you were saying jason about the idea of waking up in the morning and looking at your phone like before your eyes have even opened you know where the phone is you can literally pick it up and open it and then open your eyes and it's there but the miracle morning is the book, is a book that you told me about isn't it gareth about mm-hmm. um waking up super early and doing lots of things before you even start your day Tell, tell tell everyone about that. That's, I, yet
0: again, another thing that kept on coming up, and I heard about it a lot. I even, I think, went and bought the book probably about 18 months ago, and then it sat in a pile of books that <laughs> I hadn't read. Uh, Is that the uh, to-read book? Yeah, yeah you know, the, the to-read read pile. And um, I even lent it to someone, and he was saying oh my god it's amazing thanks so much it's really really good and it was at the the back end of a particularly bad day in the office when i returned the book that he would lent to me expecting nothing back in return and then lo and behold the miracle morning gets handed back over and i thought all right i should start taking notice here it's not for no reason that this book's arrived in my hands um so, yeah, it's about doing something that in my student days, i if you'd have told me that I'd willingly get up at 5, 5.30, I'd have laughed in your face. I think my bed could have been on fire, and I probably still wouldn't have got out of it much <laughs> before midday. Uh, and even then, there were kind of episodes of, Qu- of Quincy and Countdown to watch, so, you know, important <laughs> work. Um, so the book essentially involves getting up early and then going through a routine that sets you up for the rest of the day involving so we've talked about meditation there's there's time for meditation in there or prayer or quiet reflection whatever floats your boat uh, time for affirmations they still seem a bit Southern California a bit woo woo to me but people keep telling me how powerful they are so I'm, I'm learning to love them uh, what else? visualisation again I think that's something that I've probably dismissed a little bit but i've come to realize recently it's just about having a picture in your mind like if i asked you to think of somebody that you're really close to right now chances are you'd have an image in your mind already that's it like if you consider it in that way it's pretty simple to do
1: yeah
2: there's no there's no (laughs) it's the
1: word visualization makes it seem like work (laughs) yeah yeah
0: like you've got to have some carpet of lights across the ceiling, and everything's gonna. There's got to be some relaxing music on, and
1: yeah, yeah, s- yeah. Somebody
0: yeah. chanting, "Open your mind," very quietly, which always makes me want to not do that. Um,
2: <laughs> Too uh, much om. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: exercise, so getting the body moving, I and mean, like a couple of other things in there as well, and it's it's great in terms of reducing stress level, improving focus, getting more done, arriving to work. I I don't particularly enjoy my day job, but I've been arriving to work thinking, great, what can I get done today? So that's been really good. Uh, the last couple of days, I have not managed to get up at five. So I had this whole, back to what we talked about on meditation, I failed, this is it, it's all over. What's the point? I may I as well shred once. the book.
2: Say, I did it once. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, but yeah, I've just what i've noticed and i've had a couple of conversations with uh somebody recently who's talked about kindness a lot and he's noticed that i seem kinder to myself so i've been trying to practice that some more like okay i didn't get up at five this morning now it's totally down to me i have my phone on the other side of the room to get me out of bed so that that worked But what I didn't immediately do was go in the bathroom and start brushing my teeth because that's a nice mindless activity for you to kind of come round as you're doing yeah. it. So it's my own fault. I went back to bed and told myself I felt tired because I did and then slept in. Now, probably three, four months ago, I'd have got out of bed in a, in a real funk. Oh, it's terrible. I'm late. I haven't ironed a shirt. Worst day ever. You can picture it, can't you? But I got up today and just thought, oh, well, well, put that down to experience. Uh, tomorrow, I'll definitely make sure I go into the bathroom and start cleaning my teeth at five.
1: That's good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read the book yet. Obviously, I said that, but I've been taking on board a lot of what you said, and uh, I haven't been recently mainly because my my girlfriend's been staying over and she works in the theatre. So, uh, in order for me to actually see her, I have to stay up mm-hmm. past ten thirty. <laughs> And which means I have no chance when I get into bed at half twelve that I'm going to get up at five. But when she wasn't staying around, I was doing that. And it does make a huge difference, especially for me working from home. I find very often I'll get up and I'll just go straight to start working straight away. That's the first thing. I just check my emails and start working, which is the wrong thing to do. But by delaying that by an hour, an hour and a half and doing all the things you said, makes such a huge difference and you, you feel like you're more your brain's more active to cope with it mm-hmm. like it feels like it, sometimes i wake up in a bit of a slow burner like it takes a while for me to get into the groove whereas you can be in the groove before you even start and then you just approach things much differently mm. your mindset's much more constructive
2: it's interesting you're saying about affirmations about them being a bit woo-woo and they definitely can be um but it's it, it, uh, uh, it's just like learning another language so you get these affirmations i am in a place of happiness and love today whatever whatever and that's me being a bit sarcastic but we already do have affirmations every single day we say i'm not good at this i am i'm gonna i'm not gonna iron my shirt i'm I, I am gonna get up late i am not in a good mood i am gonna have a bad day at work i am. so we're already doing affirmations which, which proves they work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like really well. They work really well, but we just learned them the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you know, that's why they say careful what you say because you are affirming uh, what you believe. And so the, so the, the 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 reverse, which is the woo woo ones or whatever you want to call them, is just learning it a different way around. It's mm. just learning it another way. Another way around. It's not just some oh this is weird it's, 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 it's retraining the way you um, think the way you treat yourself I think it links back to that
0: to that conversation a few moments ago in talking about uh, I guess procrastination but also that, that coming from a place of fear maybe like it might not work you might look bad
2: and, the, and a great yeah. interaction for fear is and this is again woo woo and all the spiritual people say it is, is is to be grateful it really is a counteract. It really counteracts my I mean, even for, you know, they say, oh, well, what if I, you know, I can't be grateful. What do I need to be grateful? for?" Well, the fact that the birds are singing, the fact that, you know, that's, again, that sounds woo-woo, but the fact that you actually... What if we never heard birds singing it? It would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? It would be a bit, you know, in the morning, you know, or the fact that you've had some breakfast or the fact that you got to work okay or the fact that the children got to school okay... <laughs> because once, well, it, it's an interesting thing once you've put yourself in the, in the place of being grateful everything else seems so much nicer and also you, then everyone seems to be more grateful for, to you mm-hmm. it's kind of like a role that kind of happens and you end up having a kind of nice conversation with someone as opposed to a, a moaning-y conversation so then your affirmations can come in as well they're kind of hand in hand, they go in together and then suddenly you think, do you know what I've had a really nice day, that was quite nice or I've had a nice minute, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so I think gratitude is all what everyone says it. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, gratitude. What it's the place to put yourself. Place yourself in if you can. I'm trying to find...
1: Because you mentioned gratitude. I'm trying to find a message that I sent to my friend the other day. And it, it was... I'm going to really do rubbish now because I'm not going to be able to word it as well as I did. But obviously, like what you're saying about gratitude... that's how you attract more into your life, we know this already but that's how you attract more into your life if you're grateful for what you've got and I worded it to my friend who he's not spiritual at all in any sense of the word but I said like the universe will only give you more if you're grateful so you know if you're not grateful if if you're not grateful for what you've already got why
2: would the universe give you anything more well it will give you more but it will give more of what you don't want (laughs) Yes, of that I can't. I, I'll never iron my shirt. I'll never get up. I'm gonna have a bad day. So yeah. we'll give you more of that. And we all know
0: characters like that. God, I probably was. We have all been those characters. Oh, yeah, yeah we are those for characters. sure. Definitely. Yeah. That, there's a guy I used to work with who, um, yeah, just kind of a bit of an Eeyore character. There was, you know, there was always oh well. Right, whenever you asked it, oh, I thought you were should, going to do your best should, Eeyore impression. Oh, then. you know, I oh God, struggling on. But it was never good there was never anything to be like delighted or joyful about and what i noticed and i think secretly deep down he noticed too was he just got more of the same it's just just this constant stream of disappointments and smoldering resentments
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's a good description yeah well it's it yeah and it just gets boring after a while it gets boring um, but it 's interesting you know it, 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 just this 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 notion of of spirituality which I find interesting because it 's as if it 's a special club that only certain people can be members of mm. and that 's obviously a load of rubbish it's it's it, it, and so i think it's it 's put under this umbrella of spirituality and of course it is a spirituality because it comes from spirit um, but it's it's not a hard thing. It's, it, there is work to get to be enlightened or whatever word you want to use but it's about the letting go and about reversing the affirmations about being grateful because people are grateful for you it's just about looking the opposite way and thinking that actually we don't have to be a grizzly bear I don't know why that came to my mind we don't have to be a grizzly bear to 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 get the good things the good things are already there we just have to change our attitude brain whatever whatever you want to say it, but it's a gentle thing it's not like you need to go and, I think people think you need to go and have a brain a lobotomy to be able to be grateful to be able to be or go on a big retreat and for six months go on a retreat and become months. a monk and, mm. um,
1: and then you come back all enlightened
2: yeah sit on top of a mountain yeah um, there which,
0: are some stereotypes about some of the stuff that we're talking about so you know yeah and
2: possibly to, to some people we know we are those stereotypes so which is i always find a bit strange cause yeah
0: i'm i'm cool with that if, if i am um, it a massive people. sense of
2: humor it's a massive sense of humor people think that you know you have to be very holier than thou and 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 monkish whatever that is but it's got a massive sense because because it kicks you in the ass and you go oh okay now i get you and it's got a massive sense of humor you know the, you, I, i've been in situations and laughed and thought oh, my God, really? I didn't ever it like that before. Now I see it a little bit clearer. And then, of course, I've gone into situations where I've gone, oh, my God, and ego's come back in. But but I can look at things now that I would have gone into the drama of and now just go, oh, that's quite funny, actually. Um, And reverse. Do Do you think you find that,
0: let's call it awakening, or does it find you?
2: Well, it's both. It's already there. You just—it's—it's—I it's, think I saw it. I don't know who said it, but it's a bit like—it's like a like, bit like the, the, the thing is in a room somewhere, reading the newspaper over and over again, just waiting for you to come. Oh, okay, we're ready now. Just waiting. For, it's just in this reading this newspaper that's <laughs> saying reception newspaper. waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, are, we're ready now. <laughs> are we ready now? Oh, okay, right. But it's fine. No judgment. I'm not. You know, I just you're just ready now. All right, let's off we go. That's a good analogy.
1: You know, yeah, off we go. let's do
2: this thing now then
1: so yeah that's i think that's a really good way of putting it it's finally when something happens and it makes you think and it makes you go ah and it makes you listen to it and then then once you've listened and you've not completely dismissed it or ignored it and you've listened and you have gone oh well that's a bit spooky or yeah. oh that makes me feel like this or
2: yeah that's can that's changed. yeah you've got to
1: you've got to experience something or and then it to, to make you think and as soon as you make you think you have a crossroads you either you either accept that or you don't and if you don't accept it nothing more will happen and if you do accept it it leads you down that path where that thing reading the newspaper goes oh okay all right well we'll we'll give him another thing and then we'll sit back and wait and then if you get that other thing and you go oh that's a bit freaky or or oh, that's you know I, you know, I'm trying to think of examples off the top of my head, but it's like you get that job that you wanted, or you someone gives you an opportunity, and you go, "Well, well how did that? Where did that come from? I wasn't expecting that." And you go, "Oh, that's obviously meant to be." Or I've attracted that scenario. And so, the more you believe, the more you will get given more stuff.
2: But I think it takes that first thing, doesn't it? To and the less you get in the way as well, unless you get in the way of it. So I. You, you're interested in that thing. You you want that thing. Okay, I would like that thing. I have good feelings about that thing. But then don't get in the way of it by then criticizing it. Yeah, and putting a bad thing on it. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm. I, I feel like I'm in a bit of a thought loop at the moment because I I'm excited by all of that, and I really really identify with that idea of you know stop fighting uh, the the times that I can think of where I've been in most distress or um, lacking the things that I think I need are the times that I've really been fighting what's been going on which at the time might have seemed entirely reasonable behaviour uh, maybe even to the casual observer you know this is a bad thing that's happened so clearly he's justified to feel x whatever that might have been can you give us an example or is it um let's think the one that comes to mind just because it's it's not that it's recent but it's i'm just thinking of something big that maybe people can relate to is uh an end of a relationship before i moved to london in 2009 which was not ended on my terms and so I guess at the time I viewed myself as a bit of a victim of that and it was all awful. And, like, yesterday it was fine and now it's not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was almost like... It's cliche, but at the time, you know, people, people might have thought this guy's thinking his whole world has turned upside down. I might even have used that exact expression or at least <laughs> thought it. And And yet, like, I wouldn't be sat here now... I wouldn't have... All of the things that have come from that, that's that's what I find fascinating. When you start to think about, above your head, this kind of inverted pyramid of events. Yeah. And things that either haven't or have happened that at the time you might have been protesting over or excited about because it might have been good. And it's got you to this point now...
2: But it's it's a bit like, it's a bit like saying, well, okay, so you ha- we, we, we we whoever we are, we, we we told you this thing, okay, We're not listening, okay. Uh, we need to maybe we need to crank it up a little bit more. Um, oh, he's still not listening, so we'll crank it up a little bit more. And oh, he's still not listening, so we're going to crank it up. That he's going to have a bad relationship. It's going to it's going to whatever. I'm just making it up now, mm-hmm. um, just so he actually maybe gets it in the end. And as you're saying retrospectively, actually that was. I'm not saying this instant, but I'm just saying you look back. No, actually, that actually helped me from where I am. Mm. Is the pro- not not helped me? Sorry, part of the process of where I am right now. You know.
0: No, and it's, it did. I think that's accurate. It, it it really really helped me. I can look back on it with a lot of gratitude. Yes. Now for what happened. Yes. Um, and I have done for a while actually, but now I recognize it as gratitude rather than just Yes. Oh well, look
2: at look at how that worked out. That was yes. good luck or fortune. I did the same of a relationship as well. I Look back and think it was pretty horrendous for a long time, but actually I'm really grateful because I would, probably wouldn't be where I am now and and then what's going to lead me further. So yeah, but I also think it's interesting you saying about the, um, how you reacted to it. It's it, it, it's almost, I find it interesting how the, the, whatever happens to us, the thing happened and then our reaction to it and then the drama of what happened. Then we put, it's like what, being in a soap opera. Is the drama the actual thing or is that something that, that we like, some people or we like to have... But it's not actually anything to do with the thing. It's just the, the drama around it. So let's separate that. And, and so instead of having the drama, which can be quite painful, we can look at the thing in a different way. Now, I suppose the drama is part of the healing process and people probably need the drama to express and, mm-hmm. and express all their feelings. But they, there, isn't, there is a slight difference between the thing that's happened, how you react, and then how you counter-react to it. And as being human, as we're human beings we you know we, we're going to react how we react but i th- I, th- I think we can look at it's like when people say well it's not a big drama that's just off the cuff but it's interesting how the thing happened i'm just thinking out loud now what i'm saying thing happened reaction and counter reaction do we need the counter reaction we can just have the first two to look at to learn from to reflect yes if it's painful it's not that easy but I think because then pe- other people get involved and then it becomes this EastEnders situation and
0: or so yes to everything you just said I think the pain comes from the story rather than the event because the event is just stuff um, when other people well, get involved yeah well,
2: actually I was kind of saying that but I, didn't, I felt bad saying it but
0: no but yeah. it's that's that's true it's just like that happened that's all Th- those were the facts but then the creation of a story to explain those that well she did x and that means she's an awful person and blah 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 blah. that's where all the pain comes from mm. and then when other people get involved yeah that can turn up the drama dial quite a lot because or, once
2: you create that drama you start to believe that drama
0: and surround yourself with people who will validate to that
2: believe, yeah, exactly
0: um, so my experience of that was when this was all going on one of the reasons that i'm i'm so close with my elder brother is he was the person that i ended up talking to when there was no one else or I thought, this is awful, this reflects really badly on me, I'm a failure as a human being, I don't want to talk to anybody about this, because they'll probably do like a Nelson from The Simpsons and just point and laugh at me, so I'm just not going to talk to anybody about it. Which then leads to walking around with a head full of awfulness all day as you ruminate all over it. Um, And yeah, he was the person I spoke to, And, and that, again, that's one of the many blessings that came from what could have been a quite a difficult period was to then be able to talk freely with him and get completely different perspective or to have somebody that wasn't me looking at it and asking those sorts of questions like, well, is it, is it that bad? Mm -hmm. You know, what's, what's really on your mind or, you know, what's, he didn't ask these sorts of questions, but I've been through some kind of coachy conversations where people ask things like, well, what's possible now? Or, um, you know, how are you looking at this? How else could you look at it? Mm. Things like that, which is easier said than done when it's you and your stuff. But having somebody else can come in and they can maybe spot something, a way that you're being, an assumption that you're making, a decision that you've made about something that isn't necessarily true, that kind of stuff.
2: Sorry, I mean, there is a saying that a belief system is just a thought you've had quite a few times. (laughs) That becomes a belief system. So you believe, we believe uh, about ourselves what we've thought a few times, hence the affirmations the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, we've been talking for an hour and five minutes. Wow. (laughs) About five podcasts now. (laughs) Do you want to, anything else you want to talk about? Comes to mind? Are we still recording?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, quarter to seven. Is it? Did is it, is it, you just ask what the time was? Yeah.
1: No, I said, is there anything else you want to talk oh, about? Oh, sorry. <laughs> mm, this
0: discussion links back to something that popped into my head probably about 20 minutes ago, if not longer, given the current time check <laughs> and the fact that the fabric of time is clearly ripped because it didn't feel like it's that long for me. Time doesn't exist anyway. <laughs> no, so true, there you go. true. Is an interesting, I think, fact... It was billed as a fact when I heard it about children. That when you were born, you only have two fears, falling over and loud noises. That's it. So two innate fears. And everything else is stuff that you layer on top of that. Yeah, through beliefs, experiences, you know, quote-unquote bad stuff.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. Today, a child said to me, because I've got this, this belt on here... This buckle, and um, this child said to me, um, and I was about to shut the child up, and then I thought, actually, no, I'm just going to hear what the child said because he was laughing and pointing at my belt, and I thought, okay, that's slightly inappropriate, but anyway, and they said, oh, this, 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 this little creatures dancing in your belt, and I thought, okay, probably, clearly, maybe there isn't, but maybe there is. <laughs> Maybe there is little creatures dancing on my belt. Or maybe his him saying this to me is like saying anything is possible. Because the stuff that children come out with are pretty profound sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, no, there isn't little creatures dancing on my belt. But by him saying that... Things, are, you know, th- th- this 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 thing here is an illusion that we're sitting in front of. You know, th- anything is possible. Anything is impossible. You know, do you think? We, do you think we, kids- nothing is nothing, We don't have to hold on to things and and, and um, authorities. And, and I'm not saying we need to be anti them, but I'm saying we hold them so dear that they become part of who we are. And if 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 that's if that's um, questioned. We feel our identity is 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 questioned when actually, not really, you know. You know, I, I'm not an anti royalist at all. But if but if you you speak to people about the royal family and they're so 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 proud of it that if you if you had to a, 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 say well actually that next week we're not going to have a royal family they they'd be like oh my my identity is is being mm-hmm. that's a big exaggeration and I'm not anti royalist at all. But I'm just saying. It's interesting how if you rock someone a little bit, you f- you can find that they really people hold on to these things, and they're not they're, they're just it's, it's not that important. Do you think? Do you think going back to your phrase, sorry, Steve, is way more important?
1: Mm. Going from what you said about that, is like, do you think children are having less fear now? Do you think there is less fear in children that are coming through like being born now? because there are things like even things like the internet where you're able to see a lot of exp- self-expression you're know, seeing a lot of confidence on the internet a lot of people coming forth and being them true selves and then for therefore children that are being are being brought up now are having less fear about re- being themselves because they can see so many other people expressing themselves
0: hmm. interesting question i don't know so i think about children and anxiety and stress reactions that i see uh and a very good friend of mine that i went to university with there's a really long story but the short version is he had to uh, confiscate his daughter's iphone and she wasn't allowed it back she was allowed on safety grounds a non-smartphone i don't i didn't even know they existed but apparently they do uh so (laughs) she had this phone and two months later the eczema that she'd been suffering from had gone now whether that's down to radio frequencies or something from the the way in which the iphone worked or what who knows but she had no access to social media any longer throughout the day and in school that's a big deal for kids it's like your your value as a human being is judged by the amount of likes you get on facebook Mm. or the amount of people who double tap your picture on instagram and if that doesn't happen you're a failure and it, like, it's really high stakes. Mm. So, yes, I think there's lots more outlets for that creat- creativity, and that's good. But it's almost like that agony of choice thing with that. Maybe that drives up people's anxiety levels. And I think there's so much background noise, mm. like we're talking about with people on the tube. It's kind of like you're filling yourself up with this stuff. Loads and loads of information um, that you don't necessarily need that then maybe drives up people's anxiety or worry levels
1: there is a
2: balance, isn't there? Yeah, I think... I, th- I think, I mean, you know, you can scroll up, scroll Facebook and see some horrendous, horrendous things, but we just go, oh, dear. But we don't know that that's... Actually, we're absorbing that, especially first thing in the morning. We're absorbing all of that. Um, and as I think as far as children are concerned, I think... See, I, I think we need to listen to them. They don't need to listen to us. Mm-hmm. We we definitely hear as their guide, obviously, as as, as little beings. But it's... I mean... I think... In, when I, Because I've worked in Scandinavia a like, lot, I think it's interesting how in Scandinavia the, a child can come up to to up to someone important which we would regard important and have a conversation with that person and they would and, and if two adults are talking and a child talks they stop and talk to the child and say what is it okay yeah fine 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 off you go and then carry on with the conversation where here we generally say shush i'm just talking to someone and then have the adult conversation which mm-hmm. is usually about whatever and then go back to the child where uh, i don't i, I don't know it's, I've seen anxiousness on children's faces um, I, I just think that, 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 that it's, it's just because they're small there shouldn't be an equal in some points yes they yes, they need our guidance and yes they need our safety but we sort of need their guidance and their wisdom but, but, but maybe we don't, I don't know, I, I'm not a parent so I can't speak from that perspective um, only that I work with children so I can speak from that perspective but uh, yeah I think we, we should honour them more than we do honour the things they say
0: I think there's a lot of lessons that kids teach us um, and and that's, that's kind of why there's that adult child relationship mm. there's almost the kind of safety some wisdom maybe some kind of leadership traits so you know doing what you said you would do um you know the lessons that life's taught you mm-hmm. maybe not lessons maybe more principles that life has taught you which as an adult you would have through experience you could then relay back to a child and and you know open up their world view but then at the same time you need to be prepared to listen or yeah, observe. And, and, like, just asking why a lot. That level of curiosity yeah. that gets lost yeah. as an adult because you don't want to look stupid anymore. Kids yeah. are great yeah. at that stuff.
2: Or the fact I don't know. I don't know. Well, I can find out, but I don't know. And, and also, also, children do copy. So, if we're behaving in a certain way, children will copy that behaviour. They copy us. So, you know, if we're supposed to teach them something, then, okay, maybe we would look at, look at how we... we behave, how we treat each other, because children will do the same because that's how they learn that's how they learn, it's not how they learn because if it's true they've come all, here already with the knowledge but it's how they learn to to be in this world mm. that's how they learn and then they go to therapy when they're 30 <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let's, uh, we're at one hour, 50, 15 minutes. So for first podcast, I think this is pretty good. Sorry? For first podcast, I think this is pretty good. The first podcast. Cool. So let's leave it there.